Our senior secretary for the area agency and agent. Mike Wilkins, the Tocton District, and Mr. Christian. Uh, Mr. Deborah Bressler. I didn't hear from anyone, mm -hmm. so, but they did send a report, which I sent out okay, to you. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. So, um, but on the larger scale, it's a little operational. 
So I'm here to, to do that. Introduce uh, me, the Operational Support Division. You can see the new faces that are here. And also let you know that we are still engaged, even though we're having a transition with some different people. You will soon see you in another meeting or so. Um, you know, some of these people who are on medical leave will come back and we'll reestablish those connections as well. So that that's kind of why I'm here. Is it was like it's been way too long. I'm not gonna wait another couple months to see it right now. So that's why I'm here. How long have you been with the force? I've been as long. I'm about a week away from my 19th anniversary. Oh, congratulations! Awesome. Got this second uh, career. As Deborah would say, I got sick of the awesome money and the excellent hours uh, of technology. So um, I grew up and uh, cut my teeth uh, writing programs and running data centers and doing stuff like that. And that's, that's enough of that. Let's go off and do something to get back to getting involved with that. So that's uh, that, that is so 19 years. Thank you so much. Um, we, uh, uh, we are very active in our uh, crime prevention section. We get lots of requests. We try to initiate a lot of uh, uh, outreach to different communities and uh, just want to pass along that we currently are engaged with or have presentations scheduled with Carver Center, Evans, uh, uh, South Riding Senior Center, and Potomac Green. Hello, ma'am. There's another face I know. <laughs> so we're, we're actively uh, engaged with those at different levels, mostly for um, what I want to talk about today is just a very high level of our frauds and scams presentation. It is it's our best seller, it's the most requested, and it is from a personal standpoint, I think one of our most important messages that we need to get out to all the different demographics, all the different communities, but especially um, uh, concerning is with the senior community. Because usually have a lot of disposable income, there, uh, the, the senior community is quick to trust, you know, I get a phone call and an emotional hit, well, it is my grandson you know, or, or not. Um, so there's a, the scammers have a beautiful end to a lot of money, potentially, by preying on those emotions, causing somebody to make decisions quickly, which ends up costing them uh, thousands of dollars. I was sharing uh, with Tony that, um, you know, he had an article from Washington Post just yesterday talked about frauds and scams and affecting seniors. And this one example was $25,000. Again, any amount is horrible, but I look at that and I'm like, we've lost in individuals, have lost over hundreds of thousands of dollars of their you know, retirement savings. So I look at that and you know, it's horrifying. Um, and most of the time that's just gone, it's in the end. Um, so what we do is we go out and we try to educate these communities as well as you know, again, all demographics, but you know, if you would take back to any of your own you know, personal communities, if you want to, you know, as a COA, initiate something else that maybe we can help with, um, that can help stem this, this horrible tide. We're, we're on board, we're ready to uh, engage with any other kind of new uh, initiative that we might have come up together. So I'll throw that out. I have a couple of handouts here, and uh, Hello. No, no, no. And uh, let me just pass you So, yeah. So, that's what this is. I'm going to get to the the COA needs. Um, eventually, we'll get to a point where we have uh, 
chemiotherapy names will come in and use. But for now, we know that there's somebody out there that loves you. That would be me. Um, and so, I'm mentioning it, uh, it's just sort of an overview of what we do, how we do, how you get in touch with us. This is a handout to the FTC. And then I'll just take a couple of minutes to again review um, what our Stopping is the educational component. Just to, to again, the, the way this works is when they put out emotion. They mm -hmm. get you with an emotional thing or they scare you. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, just as you know, getting that fight, fight or flight kind of mode, you get tunnel vision. It's like, oh no, my bank account. Oh, come on. What, what, what do I need to do? Help me, help me. And now you're talking to Stan who's trying to help you. You need to move this money mm -hmm. from your account, which has been compromised into this Bitcoin account. It will be saved there. So that's they walk people through that kind of process when they go into all these monies into a Bitcoin. And then boop, into the ether. So um, the, the big thing for us is the educational component. Let's get the word out. We want to share that. Please share with your own communities. Like I said, we have some initiatives that we can engage with COA. We're happy to do that. Uh, this is the actual Franz Hamprick uh, presentation. <clears throat> it you know, generally takes you know an hour or so to, to go through it. I'm going to punch through these rather quickly, and I'll stop on a couple of slides just to give you some sense of it. Uh, characteristics here. They pretend to be an organization you know, problem or prize, immediate. That's generally the, the big indicator. You need to move now. You have to do this now. You can't wait. So I want to call my, my son. I want to call my wife. I want to call whoever. No, you don't get This is happening right now. You'll lose all your money. And then somebody may prey on that, um, that scare factor. Um, if you receive a phone call, email, blah, 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 telling you to verify, update, request to pay by gift card. We, we see that a lot. People go to or legitimate. Excuse me actually going to the store, getting gift cards to pay for an outstanding warrant that for their arrest. Okay. And then they call up, they didn't even use my name before, by the way. Yeah, that yeah, they go on the website, because they use a legitimate name. Well, Matt Brusser's out there with that. So actually call all the people using Matt Brusser with Lowndes County Sheriff's Office. Um, yeah, you have yeah. a warrant for your arrest, mm -hmm. but you, can, you don't have to fix it all. Go and buy gift cards and then give them the, the, the gift card numbers and then their money's gone. Yeah, you know, let me play a plan. I moved from Florida last year and um, I had the sheriff's department, Osceola County Sheriff's Department, called me three times, three different people, saying that they needed me to call them right back because um, uh, about a case and they kept bugging me three different people over a period of a year. Um, I was friends with the, with the 
the sheriff of the county. So he said, like, Linda, don't worry about it. So mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. But it was scary sure because is. I'm, you know, I'm involved with religion and stuff like that, and I'm like, then I just want to push myself. I'm like, oh my god, you know, what about that? And, but it's scary, and people just don't know, and they're so legitimate. They act so legitimate. But I call back the number, you know, honey. That was the key, is that it wasn't a real thing. So they use real numbers, but the deputies in the sheriff's department. Oh, yeah, well, it shows up that way. But then you give you another number to call back if Correct. you do. And, and because they can spoof a number coming at you, but in order to get back to them, you have to use a different number. So yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the key is that if somebody's telling you you need to pay by gift cards, Bitcoin, unless you're actually involved with commerce, um, you know, Facebook Marketplace, and you're using some of these things you know, legitimately with somebody you know, yeah, you're not going to be bit, don't drag yourself down into gift cards and Bitcoin or anything. That's almost certainly uh, a fraudulent attempt to take your money. So, uh, and again, again, preying on your fears. I never get in trouble. I, once, maybe I stole candy when I was ten, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> jump fast forward to me living in Florida, and uh, they're calling me. You're, you're not ever in trouble now. You get scared because you don't want that. So anyway. Moving ahead, we recommend it. if you get something like that, you can hang up, call the legitimate number that you know, not the one they give you, and you call up and say, hey, uh, do you really want to arrest me or not? Or to actually call the Social Security Administration. Follow up that way. Never use the numbers they give you. <clears throat> they prey on everybody. Um, they're very convincing. And it's, it's we were talking about this, it's really kind of like uh, the sexual predators and the way they groom, they kind of uh, get into your your psyche with uh, the emotional side and they, uh, especially in a romance scams, they, they prey on, uh, you know, maybe your attractiveness or, you know, your background because you've already shared in your Facebook profile all of what you where you used to work. So, you know, a lot of this information is available to people and they come use that and prey on you like a uh, predatory um, uh, a groomer. Um, they sound authentic, can be scary, uh, and then it's hard for you to get out sometimes. You, you almost you kind of feel weird about it, and then the next thing you know, you're throwing good money after bad. It just it cascades into this horrible situation. So you know the, the quick answer is just if all of a sudden you share this with everybody you know. That if all of a sudden you're caught in this, oh my gosh, uh, I'm freaking out. Take a breath, call a trusted friend, talk about the situation, and then between you, one, the clarity will come like, all right, so let's call the Social Security Administration or Medicaid or whatever, because there's a fraud in every opportunity to steal your money. So just take a moment, take a breath, talk with a trusted individual, and call a known number. Imposter scams, lottery, uh, romance. We told me you can share this article from Washington, the Washington Post yesterday, and uh, romance was a big one. Again, horrible mm-hmm. situation that just prey on the emotions. Investment, employment, Medicare, charity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and again, I'm buzzing through this, but I wanted to um, give you a sense of what our what are the top ones, and what do we we do in our educational uh, outreach to? Uh, but last time I went to actually ponds, uh, she used to remind a couple hundred people in the auditorium. So 
those kind of opportunities are great. We really built into depth on these kind of things. And when you hammer home, you know, do the things you want to look out for. Um, these were the top ones in 2022 the imposter and, and social security, online shopping, uh, any kind of investment related. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, let me, I'm now retired. I've got this money. Let me try to invest. Oh, this sounds kind of cool. Next thing you know, you're sending money directly into somebody's pocket. Job opportunities. I do have a question. So you spoke about transferring and wiring money. What happens when it's passed? It happen to some it sure has. Yeah. And that's even scarier to think that the, 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 the scammer has sometimes found a willing idiot, if you will, to go and collect money from somebody's house. Yeah. And actually show up yeah. and, hey, I'm here on behalf of you know, this individual. Yeah. They're almost... Always, there that these people in the middle are like brought in because they get them a job opportunity to curry as a courier. So they're not likely to have been actually part of the original scam to ferry your money, your cash, right. whatever, to another location. So that's part of the tracking of that is to figure out well, here's this guy, what was his tag, his car. Um, now let's track that down. Where'd you get it? How did you find out about this thing? What are you involved? Are you complicit? And then go back from there and see if we can match up to where the actual, uh, you know, that perpetrator is. Because they generally take that cash and then convert it to Bitcoin or something else and stuff like that. So see if we can come and figure that out. If it's a rare day that the intermediary is complicit in the screen. So, but it does, what do you do with that? Yeah. It looks very real. Right. You sent somebody here. Right. So, um, again, it, it should mm. not get to that point, hopefully. If it does, um, because they are complicit, you know, what they highlight, what they are willing to do, for money, et cetera. But again, we always say that if it doesn't smell right to it, just give us a call, let us take a look. We can add opportunities where somebody says, this is happening right now. And it doesn't sound right. We're like, yeah, it doesn't sound right to us either. So we're going over and actually those people watch this person and then intercept them. So if, again, things like that happen, just call us. It's really the, the answer. Call, call us early. You know, call us after the practice days later. And like, hi, hi. So and we, we're happy to come out and, and look at things that are not uh, fraudulent, only to say, that happened to someone that, in performance rate, mm -hmm. and, but they had already given the money, so by the time they called, everything was done, and it wasn't like they were able to go into the car, so when that happens, is it just kind of like a... Uh, so then, you know, we'll go back and we'll look at the guard gate to have uh, cameras, mm -hmm. so we look at the tags there coming and going, um, and then maybe try to backtrack it from there, you yeah. know, we have a sense of what the person looks like, Maybe the camera even shows us a little bit and then go back and knock on that person's door and see if we can go back. Again, those kind of things often are uh, this, this individual who was told he's going to get you know, 10 bucks to go make his career run right and has no idea what's going on. And the non-works, the ends of water. Yeah. Okay. That's 24 hours a day. Nine one is emergency. Obviously, if you need somebody, you're at one or two months, staff 24 7, and if you need something, we'll come on out.
Um, just a quick peek at uh, where the money's been going. Uh, you know, when I first started looking, I hadn't seen this update in a while. So before I came here, I wanted to see, oh, wow, is this going to be real heavy in terms of loss on, on the senior population, because, you know, 50 or older, is that going to be, you know, astronomically out of skew? It, it's high, but it wasn't as horribly high as I had thought. I thought that it might have been more, but this is reported too. So we, we know anecdotally that there are plenty of people who are scammed and feel so embarrassed by it. They're willing to eat that $10,000 loss. Yeah, you know, sure. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. just know that that's true. So there's a lot that goes unreported for the sake of maybe it, it's, well, I've always heard, I can't believe I've been scammed. I've always heard there's no way to get it back. Not exactly true, but so why even report it go through that embarrassment? I don't want to tell my family, you know, whatever the answer is. So there's a unreported that goes on too. But those are, uh, those are some of the numbers. And that's one year, my goodness, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and again, these are the types of fraud in the DC area. Uh, these are the first three floors that come to say, but it is, uh, you know, mostly the imposter um, stuff. Okay. Uh, credit. So, the your number, episode so somehow. Um, a lot of times, you know, your credit card is actually known on the dark web. And, and if your number comes up, they use it that way, number one. But, or, or you have been unwittingly given it in another capacity, or somebody skimmed it. There's just lots of toys. So, so all of these new cards that you get with the chip app, you know, well, not even the chip one that can't work you know, you just have to pay your mm -hmm. so, are those easily scanned? Uh, no, not as easily as, as before, but things can still, because it still has a swipe on it, and it still has a chip. Those are, they do have the, uh, uh, the encryption that goes along with that on the chip, and it changes, you know, over time. So they're much more inherently um, solid, but uh, your number is still, Suspect, uh, subject right, to to fraud. Um, I just bought some furniture and we had a second um, to uh, be delivered. They give us the rest of the money. So I said, okay, um, uh, so here, here's the number, you run it. And they ran it and it was declined. Oh, okay, cool. Credit card didn't want like six grand or something like that. Didn't want that amount to go through with somebody typing in the number. So that was a, 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 something hard, that, not hard, not present, I think. Something we had instituted with Bank of America so that that would be allowed. Uh, I could do it online though, so it's still a weird thing. These, um, like these very small, they call them pickle cards or whatever, mm -hmm. and also I'm going to call it a coin, but which actually they credit card, yep. that are supposedly protected. They are they, they, do they work? They do work, yeah. Awesome. Because uh, the RFID uh, on a lot of credit cards and your defaults, right. you know, are readable, you know, at, with a, you know, the right kind of devices. So, yeah, if you have one of these kind of phone purse, card purse, whatever, um, it does protect that. It shields it, say, that you know, Faraday. I just wanted to play this one, which, yeah. We got a bunch of videos inside. I don't have one to play. 
is a security office. And then a warrant, a no bail warrant, had been issued for my arrest. I'm 83 years old and scared me to death. Wait, who is this? Like, after I kind of just calmed myself, and I said, wait, who is this? 
I don't know if it was the tone that had changed in me that triggered them to just hang up the phone, mm -hmm. but they hung up. I called, I, by this time I called my son, I called his coach, and I called the friend. My son's not answering, the coach answered, and he's meeting me where I think my son should be. As I'm driving, I'm looking all around thinking, is he on this ground somewhere? Mm -hmm. My son called me and I said, where are you? And he goes, I'm at AJ's house. And I go, someone just called and he said that you were in an accident. And he goes, I'm here. Like, it was nothing to him. He's like, I'm here. Right. No, no issue whatsoever. None. What are you talking about? Yeah. And by this time, of course, the coach pulls up in his car. And now I'm really embarrassed because, you know, I'm they're, they're almost asking me for money, I think. But yet, I just got... I, just, I can't even really tell you everything yeah. that happened, because even well, still today, yeah. yeah. Whatever kind of clicked in you to make it different, or ask you to present differently, you know, obviously, both the success thing to understand, then that person has that same script. Right. They run through, and they've called 400 of the people before they got to you. Mm -hmm. Is that 400 people, I said, sit right here, go away. Right. You said, so just left. Oh, boy, here we go. And so, I was excited and the anxiety just like yeah. disappeared right so, away. Again, if you go by numbers, they, mm -hmm. you think about it, just sit and down numbers, man, and on and on and on and on and on yeah. and on and on and on. Until finally, and all you need is one or two hits a day. Mm -hmm. And they have to make it really good numbers. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a good success story there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about 10 years away from the body, but I'm sure that. Wow. All another world is done. Because um, and that's a vastly underreported community. And scammers have gone after the, the undocumented, or even if they are documented, it's like a second language. So, just as an example, and we spent a lot of, on some of these calls, we spent a lot of time, we don't get many of them, but we'll get a call from a frantic mom, aunt, uncle, whatever it is, that. Um, uh, and they're very uh, upset because they know they shouldn't be calling the police. Because the way the scammer has done this is they have uh, a, a parent or they have an uncle and they have a son, daughter, niece, whatever it is, and they call both of them and say, from um, mm. each against each other, meaning that we have this person, we have this person, um, and they're about to die. We're going to kill them unless, you know, they just fled El Salvador, you know, three years ago. And they know about, you know, they know about these different things in their mind. It's like they really caught up with whatever the answer is. Now, they, but do not call anybody. Do not call this person. Do not call each other. You both send the money or they will die. So now all of a sudden you're in a situation where they're both trying desperately to go and get the money that they need to keep their family member alive. But they can't call anybody. So oh. on these occasions where we have one of them that just steps out, like uh, I told my call, but I'm so nervous. I'm saying, look, my daughter's going to die. We would actually, not the right word to say, we chase them down. But we um, find that uh, somebody has gone from like um, store to store to store, picking up gift cards along the way or whatever they're doing. And next thing you know, we can put a ping on their phone and they're going up. Loudon County Parkway, all right, let's intercept that person who's now about to give all this money. So we'll pull them over and then 
and the, the person buying the wheel, the daughter or whoever, which one we have, because we have another one at the house, um, they're freaking out. They don't want police. They're screaming. They're crying. Now, you, police, have ruined my life because now my loved one's going to be dead. So wait, 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 wait. Is that mom is fine. You are fine. This is just going to be able to explain it. I don't know. But they pray on that. And that that's you know, to, to usually only a couple thousand dollars ish, something that is within their reach to get. Um, but um, but that is over and over and over, and it's vastly not as important to just, you know, but that's that's a horrible thing because they're all speaking Spanish together. So it's like the Spanish community praying on the Spanish mm. community yeah. oh. wherever they are. So that kind of thing does happen as well. So we try to get that message out you know, to uh, but we give away so much information to them, you know, um, mm. social media, um, just online records, you know, different things, or, you know, and just doing research too, you know, so there's ways to find out some of it. And sometimes um, they just use a, a vague, your son, I don't know your son's name, or whatever, but, you know, your son's certainly you need to help us to pay this money or whatever. So we do that kind of thing just so we can have anonymous kind of third party. In my situation, I didn't even think to call the number back mm -hmm. until after I saw the coach and the son, and I called back and nothing. It wouldn't even You know? And I never thought to call the police to report that this even happened to me until I told the family member, and they were like, maybe you should call the police and tell me, but I didn't have no idea. So sometimes we'll get a call like that. They will call a traffic mob or something in crash or danger or something like that. We found it to look forward and see nothing going on after we have other reports, etc. Mm -hmm. So we'll send somebody to talk to you on the phone or in person. They wait, where was this supposed to happen? And then it sounds scary since you don't have any right. details. Take a look and then we know we'll send a phone call. Somebody away in the hospital in a private car and just kind of run those things down while we're trying to locate something's down. But this call, you know, we can help out with that and you know, then compress that time of anxiety. Yeah. Now, you, you brought up uh, the if you publish a lot of information there. You have one or two paragraphs that we can send to each of our supervisors along with that uh, draft showing the 2022. Uh, Age groups and amounts to the DC area, so they can put it in their newsletter and, and with uh, a link to a, a site that provides more information. Sir, sure. um, I'll put that together. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Normal. Uh, Brandon? 
Social media promoted the next door. Maybe we can put something on there. Or I know the. So that our PIO does a lot about reach. Okay. So that's good. Mostly, I'll check next door that person. But I think they put these different things together pretty little graphics and then it talks about. Okay. But I'll get something for you. Thanks, man. And the emergency tampon That's my phone call. That was the one I got. Yeah. I just made a mistake of saying the name. We talked about that before. Yep. And then, hey, Grandpa. And I said, who's this? It's your grandson. Then I said, Anthony. And that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. Maybe Same next grandma. time I'll say, <laughs> Jacob. <or something. laughs> there it is. Um, these fishing mission has to do with. Um, Opportunities to take, get you to go somewhere and we now wait tech. So don't just pick all the ones that you got. That's the way it's here. You get this text, not get how service, and yet, you know, it looks if you are familiar with how um, internet addresses and names are. It's I mean, we go through a lot of this when we spend time talking about um, going through a little hour long presentation. Netflix, uh, could be anything, you know, update your payment. We're going to send that to everybody, assuming that most everybody has Netflix anyway, right? So yeah, you get a Netflix, I have Netflix, Netflix, right? Oh, that's me. Let's see what's going on. So when it was, then I'm not going to ask you something to embrace it. You know, you that idea. <laughs> yeah, you should know by looking at also the spelling of words. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 exactly. It's and if you call us here or anything like that, yeah. they're not real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is the opposite of the opportunity here. Do you find that the phone call is around the same thing?
two things happen. The first time it rang, but then you're going to call back again. Um, but uh, I think the sheriff's office sent me to the FTC. And then in 
it's subtle things. You know, it's funny when you think about it. I, I, like I say, I think technology. So I mean, I, the early days of internet and all that, I'm very familiar with that protocol that was built for email back in the 70s. It's still the base protocol that we're using today. It has to be, it's a so it was never really designed as, hey, wow, we need to make this completely fraudulent proof. So if you can put um, you know, Matt at uh, you know, validdomain.com and yet have it display that way, and like you said, underneath, it's going somewhere else. Or even valid link, as you look on a particular web page, it says uh, www.validmain.com underneath it, as you hover, you will actually expose where am I going to? Oh, it's going to bad guy. So, <laughs> cryptocurrency. Only thing I want to say about that is that if you're not familiar with cryptocurrency and you're asked to participate, don't. Uh, uh, I mean, if this is your world and you're involved and you, you buy and sell or whatever, uh, I'm not telling you it's not, there's a lot of valid reasons. But um, a lot of scammers say, hey, you just be converted to Bitcoin. If somebody, then nobody's going to say you have to convert to Bitcoin in order for some legitimate, fearful thing that's been presented to you. So if you're not involved in crypto, stay away from now. Legitimate purposes, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying that if you're not familiar, um, getting a 10-second introduction. And taking action is not the only you know, thing. Threats are, it's hard scammers. You still see these in uh, uh, in loud and on occasions, although they're uh, having more difficult to do. It's basically they put this little green cap. Mm -hmm. That might actually be one that I. Well, I was in computer forensics for a while, and I actually recovered the skimmer, mm -hmm. and I believe that I used that for a display that was a cap. Basically, it, it's just where you put your card, your credit card, on an ATM. So, and what it is is it has a computer right there, and it's actually skimming your card. So, so there's how it works. We have video of the guy coming in, doing pictures of the credit card in 7 You have to use the ATM. He puts this thing right on top, which just like the green card is already out there. And then it runs away. And then it attaches it with kind of. I hope so. So you come along and they do your credit card card and it skims it, puts it on the uh, uh, the SD card, uh, and then later on, a couple days later, he comes back and he's going to do a transaction. Things wrong, and uh, he walks out, and he's got a you know, handful of uh, skims back. Funny aside on that, I did that actually, you know, that's the one that I pulled off the one of Rockwell 7 Eleven, and um, you know, most of them wouldn't want to store the <laughs> because you know you might use the storage on the SD card for the sound when you just need data and whatnot. Um, <laughs> so it caught my conversations and my loud music all the way back from Rockville 711 to 8036 on my store. Because it's it's there as I think <laughs> It was like, oh, that Are those typically on like a single ATM? Yeah, gas station 7 Eleven. They have a more secret way to deal with gas stations too. And it, it's an immediate Bluetooth thing, so it will actually come 
and they'll put it on there, actually open up the gas uh, pump, install their thing, well, what, and, and how do they do that? It's they open it up. If you ever look at the gas pump and it's got like a little piece of red tape on it, mm -hmm. it says don't use yes. it, the seal broke and run away, whatever it says. Um, but that's because if somebody opens that up and break those seals, and then all right, uh, this has been compromised. If they have to go into a real reason 7 Eleven or you know, SR or you know, some kind of general purpose, they'll redo the tape. So, um, yeah, you see those seals broken on a gas pump that's from film music because they actually will they install or put the actual hook it right into the electronics. And it's a Bluetooth mechanism that's now emanating to somebody who's now sitting nearby in another car. Oh. That person will come and go from the course of a few days and just suck up all those uh, credit card numbers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, there's that too, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, that, that is. There you go. Education, vigilance, used factor of authentication, which is basically you know a password and you also have something in your possession. So it's painful. I cuss at my computer when it makes me do it every time. But I'm like, all right, I, I get it. But every time I go into USAA, it, it, it must be. But okay, um, thank you. Thank you, USAA. But it, it, if you're not familiar with the term two after authentication, it's you know your password, you entered it. All right, we're going to send a text to your phone. Mm -hmm. And that, that is yeah. two factors. So you know a password, you've got something in your hand, now it knows that room looks like you. Us. And, uh, 
with the numbers 2021. And this is kind of a, it sounds too good to be true. Or you're just completely, yeah. I'm going to explore And there's our, there's our email. I'm just waiting. I I always get the fishing things, you know, we get the one that grow from those and you know that kind of that's the goal. I wish they would do something good with all this time. There's money to be made, I guess. Jennifer Price is oh. here from the FF. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you're welcome. Hello. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. There's brownies I made, Matt. Oh, brownies? Yeah. I'll hey. take a bowl. And there's Reese's peanut butter blossoms. I do make it. Help yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you have anything? Do you have anything you wanted to report? Mm -hmm. I know we were talking that. about. Yeah. And I had sent them to them, so they should. If yeah, they have any we've, questions. We've been, uh, so. talking about the. Yeah. Saying it's a lot that yeah. you know, a lot that we see for the reports that we that we get for adult protective services. 
events. And I mean, what he was saying is true. A lot of people don't want to report things to their families. I mean, I've gone out to meet with people and they're like, please don't tell my children. And if we don't, we get respected. They're adults and they don't want their family members to know. Then we don't, you know, divulge that information. But a lot of you don't want other people to know. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much. Thank you. Any uh, public guest comments? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Well, Oh, yes, six today. Yep, six zero two. Mm -hmm. Yes, Sam is absent and Kim's out. Uh, That's you. I just want to talk about future meetings later on and, and uh, the stand group is very, uh, very good. And, and Richard, I'm trying to think there was a meeting that you asked us to go to, and I, I made a report on that. Yeah. And what, what, what was that group? Of, what was the Virginia wide yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I learned from that, uh, that I thought was really good, and you learned a lot of things, but uh, they mentioned that there was some place that had a uh, sort of a central question and answer place, some number you could call, uh, a senior citizen could call with a concern, but didn't know where to go. Do we have that, or would that be what AAA is then? So, Tony, was it a meeting you went to, attended? Uh, on Zoom, yeah. Zoom. Richard mentioned at the last meeting that, that uh, anybody wants to attend. I'm, not, I'm trying to think of the name. It's not, it wasn't anything, but it was, it was something else. I, I did send a report, I think, to everybody, an email about what I heard. It was very, very, very informative. And, uh, was well, so it com the Commonwealth Council on Aging, by chance? Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that, that's all I have. Okay. Okay, I'll keep this going. 
basically just a few things. Um, if you hear me interjecting, I'm, one of my duties is to keep us all on topic. So I don't mean to cut anybody off, but I'll probably be cutting you off. Just to keep us all focused and running on time so that we can move on and somebody needs to use the room after us. Um, so that's my disclaimer for if I cut you off. Um, just a few things. We have uh, bylaws to update, which we do every couple of years or so. Um, and how we do that, I believe, is we'll send them out to you via email so that you can peruse them on your own time because they can be a little bit lengthy or dry. And if you have any updates or suggestions, we'll put everybody's information together and they'll have to be voted on to update. Um, we do have a deadline for the county policy. Um, they are due by June, so we'll want to finish that prior. Uh, but Terry and I will get them out to you and let you know how to get them back to us, how we'll put your input into the document and then vote on the bylaws. Um, there's really, typically we don't make too many changes to them, but we will add things such as um, when we decide to have our virtual meetings or if you decide to have full virtual meetings, um, that should be in the bylaws because that's a new new policy. Um, so any kind of new policies that you want to adopt or consider, we'll have to add them into the bylaws. So we'll be getting that out to you in the next very shortly, couple weeks, if not sooner. Um, so you can take a look and we'll let you know how we can all Put together your input and then get it moved on. So that's that. Uh, the next thing that is new um, this year is we'll need to do an annual report. Um, that sounds a little more little scarier than it really is. Um, really, it will just be a synopsis of what the COA has discussed or implemented or accomplished. Um, and I'll work with, you know, we'll work together on that. And perhaps uh, Tony or Mike or several people might join together and we could present this. It'll go to one of the board committees, um, not in front of the whole board itself, but just the committee, um, which could be one or two persons um, from the Board of Supervisors that will provide it to. Um, so really just a short synopsis or summary of what the COA has accomplished throughout the year. I'm sorry. I'm not aware of it, if it has because I wasn't the previous liaison. I I don't believe so, but I could be wrong. Um, and they did mention that it's, it's a new new thing they're doing. So maybe it has been done in the Um My suggestion from talking to other liaisons is perhaps we shoot for November because that will give us the whole year to get tasks accomplished. And I think Mike reminded me that. The new we vote on the new COA membership or not membership but the board. the board at the end of the year. So it would be a good transition time to either turn it in in maybe December or um, at the end of this year. So we'll have a full year to, to get things under our belt and make some good progress. It's a new plan? What, what no, no, this know. is a report. It's basically okay. just an annual report that will be like a summary, an annual summary that we'll provide to the Board of Supervisors so that we can see what wonderful work the Commission has done. 
and we work on that as a collective. Uh, well, really, it's just a summary that Tony and or Mike, okay. and perhaps I think Kim is the Mm -hmm, correct. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't have to be everybody, but we can show everybody. It's in a minute. Yeah, right. It's, that's right. It's really just a compilation of highlights from throughout the year. Okay. Yeah. So the idea might be to start in December, distribute it, and then vote on it in December, or at least do a few of in December, and then vote it in
but I wanted to let you know ahead of time that's that's what it's referring to. But I'll forward you the whole email so you can see what it's talking so about. Where is it going to be? Okay. Yeah, it's at 106 Catoctin Circle at the De Department of Housing and Community Development. Yeah, and that'll be included as well, so you can see exactly the date, time, place. All right, that's that. And lastly, for me, just a flyer to send out. Uh, that I'll send out to you electronically, sorry, or on that side, the new site. Um, Deborah, I don't know if you had anything you want to add on, please feel free. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, one thing I was going to ask you is we were talking about possibly having a meeting or two in, in one of the senior centers. Uh, I, I, I should have talked to you, I guess, before this, but mm -hmm. there, what do you think of the idea, first of all? And I know there was some concern. Yeah. With the no. week program, we that we get the yeah, we, we yeah, can. Yeah. And Deborah and I have spoken about oh, it. But right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I just I just brought up the issue of the last meeting that you know I, I thought it'd be nice to have um, a meeting or two at a senior center to get feedback, you know, and and, and I know that I know that every member of the seniors, I think every member of the senior center has a council they were trying to have one of their meetings, you know, and that's why I have to have their people. How can I help you? Maybe Tony, maybe my suggestion is Deborah and I could come up with a um, suggestion outside of your effort today. Okay. Um, perhaps at the Ashbury Senior Center, yeah. or we could do one or possibly two during the year. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend it be at a senior center. Mm -hmm. um, community centers, of course, are great too, but the senior center kind of ties us in with right. yeah. the senior yeah. services. Um, and you know we wouldn't want to do too many only because it's, it's a lot for it's us to lot, try to coordinate right. with all the new requirements yeah. and technology. Yeah. But we absolutely can do that. Um, Ashburn Center would be fantastic just because it's our newest, right. greatest, and greatest. But we can look at the other options as well. And uh, I know Kate might have sent me um, a lot more. Uh, a thought crossed my mind that. Why can't we have the senior center memberships permit access to the rec centers? And so I I called Sammy on the subject and talked to her and I said, is that done down at Dulles South? Because they have the same building. And she said, no, that uh, a senior, if they want to go to the rec center, has to pay an admission fee. And that then constitutes a waiver of liability also. So, uh, Seniors have different capabilities and uh, different vulnerabilities, and so uh, uh, free access to a rec center is probably not a good idea. No, so there uh, that that eliminates the, the possibility of five more and other rec centers. I know it's a nice rec center, but yeah. Well, and I'm sure there's lots of you know different places we could consider, of course. Um, you know, we try to get our feet under up with this new, new group of people and our meetings down and all the virtual stuff. Um, so it's a little, you know, a little tricky and we're just kind of learning with all the new technological requirements that are new this year. 
Um, but we'll make it work. We'll find a good place that works for everybody. Deborah? And at the, just so you know, at, if you're a member of the senior center, you can get a discount oh. at a at the right time. Okay. So that, that, that's been going on for several years. Got it. I wanted to just say. So, um, being a part of the advisory board at the Ashburn Senior Center, I know that we have talked about wanting the COA to come. So, I know we would definitely welcome that at, at Ashburn Senior Center, if you all feel that that's that I've been invited to meet with the board of directors at the uh, Cascade Senior Center by a member of the board, Dr. Silverman who is uh, now a member of the board of the Cascades mm -hmm. meeting yeah. with them on, on Thursday. They were really excited to tell you the truth when I brought it up at the advisory board mm -hmm. meeting. They looked like they were like floating, you know, like, what do we do about this, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I had a person that could come and talk to you. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah. some private information with the COA and we'll help we'll have, just listen to people. And, Right. Yeah. And of course, everybody's yeah. welcome to join this meeting here as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I told people about it. To, to that. So, you know, we may not have to try to rearrange where we go all the time. They're, everybody is welcome to come here as well. So that's always a possibility. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's it for me. Thank you. Okay. So, around the table. Okay. Uh, I was going to comment on my meeting with the Cascading Advisors. Uh, Board of Directors, Cascade Senior Center. So, what are you doing? So, <laughs> yeah, he's not a third day. Okay. Now, uh, we didn't ask for comments from you either, Linda. So, uh, please, uh, and Linda provides uh, presentations at both the Cascade Senior Center and the Ashburn Senior Center on mental health. And uh, so, uh, she's an active participant in our well being. And uh, she may have some comments. So part of my comments, are, I, I defer to Linda to augment my comments. Um, no, I don't really believe it or not. Um, I don't really have anything. To, I just, I'm kind of excited to be able to see how um, how you all can can fit in what we were just talking about with the senior centers because. Um, there's a lot that's going like I'm doing cascades right now for the advisory and doing some of the presentation and stuff. And uh, I'm finding that um, there's uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of people that are interested in the work that we're doing here and really interested in being a part of, of, of all of this. And just they need to know how to connect with us or to connect with what's going on at AAA and um, so I think you're going to be hearing a lot of people that actually somebody mentioned that they wanted to be a part of this and, and work with Chipotle as well. Well, and just yeah. just so everybody knows, which I'm sure you already do, um, the senior centers are in AAA, so they are very no, much a part of. Okay. Yeah, yeah you may not have known. No, I didn't really. Yeah, I kind of made people. Learn yeah, it's all Deborah and I are kind of teamed up in our efforts. Yeah. We are under AAA, both mm -hmm. the senior centers at adult day centers. Um, yeah. resources. It, it is all part of AAA. And what might help also is that Bressler typically does an orientation that um, could help clarify that. But Deborah um, is the senior center, or sorry, the senior division uh, manager. 
So she oversees all of the senior centers, and it is part of AAA. Oh, okay. That's yeah. So, but I, I'm just here. Let's just jump in. Okay, thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Keisha, you're next yeah. in the uh, counterclockwise front. Okay. Um, so I just have a couple things. One, the Ashburn Senior Center, they have a couple of events coming up. So I did bring flyers that I'll pass around. Um, I am very interested in you all coming to the Ashburn Senior Center to speak with us. We absolutely would love that. Because we're so new, we're still trying to find our way and just trying to figure some things out. So it would be helpful if you all could come by and have a chat with us. Um, the other thing was, and again, I'm still learning how this works, but Mr. Mike, you sent an email the other day about, um, and it may have been the one for the public hearing. I can't remember, but there was something where the community was um, able to kind of write to or send in some information on. It was the housing one. It was the housing one. Okay, things like that. It's the housing I one, right? So. I, th I think it was. Um, would that be something that we as a group could write to or? Or maybe there's just a committee that within the group that could write to that. No, or would it be uh, our, our objective, our our charter says that we are supposed to make recommendations to the board of supervisors, and housing is one of the organizations that reports to the board of supervisors. <laughs> We've made we as the COA have influenced housing in Loudoun County by increasing the number of low-cost units required for every new build. Uh, we've influenced transportation by increase, uh, changing bus routes, um, mm -hmm. increasing the range at which people can be picked up to be delivered to bus, bus routes. So it's quite appropriate that uh, we as a COA make recommendations as, as a, a body to housing, uh, but that does not preclude you as an individual from providing input. Do we wait for them to ask for our input? Or well, uh, it sounds like that, that request has already been made. Right, uh, right. Patricia uh, uh, already noted that there is going to be public hearing, so input to that public hearing is is very valuable. I'm sure that input prior to the hearing, issues that should be discussed uh, would be welcome. So, Rich, I think this is a statement of the question. Um, if we're going to make it as a group, we need to come up with whatever that recommendation is and then sign it as a group. But individually, you can go and present whatever you want. You're just not necessarily representing the group. So the question is, I don't remember when that is. She didn't, but if we're going to do it, if we're going to do it as a group, then yeah. we need to get on it. Right? Yeah. And so March, I'm not sure if there's things that we already have identified that mm -hmm. we specifically want to request. Or could there be a one-off meeting for anyone who's interested in sitting down to talk about it? Well, just it? send uh, comments to Tony uh, mm -hmm. and Mike, and they can, okay. they can assemble that information okay. and send it uh, as representing the CEO uh, and it is, it can be, you know, it is not an official COA, this is right. input from the COA. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, you don't need to 
worry about being bound to what you send mm -hmm. in to the housing organization. But uh, any input from individual PLA members, I'm sure that's not going to be involved. Would either of you be attending? I could, if it's work with my schedule, I would like to do it. But when I, 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 I just found out today, I said, but I, I can't make that. Yeah, I, I, I
course, the seniors in our community are the same. Anybody in our community is with mobility on a bumpy or otherwise problematic trail. Um, I'm really excited about that. And I spent about 30 or 45 minutes uh, speaking with Sylvia uh, Road from the Board of Supervisors. And she's very excited about the increase in accessible uh, recreation in our community as well. And I think that that's really exciting. And I will not be here next week. I have to go to England. Oh, oh, right. right. later in the year, but um, my husband's coming now. And sadly, the time we were going to come in May, his sister will probably no longer be with us. Mm. So we are going to go and spend some time with her. Right. Um, Thank I just had uh, an info item, I guess. So um, the tax relief, tax exemption, um, is in full screen. In other words, they're, they're getting ready to print their applications for 2023. And um, this is for personal property tax and also house real property tax relief for seniors and or disabled. Um, and so I understand from Barbara Fink that there's going to be on March 24th at 10.30 a.m. at the Ashburn Library an actual seminar. And um, and I have her phone number and I have her email, um, so I can send that to you all. Um, so March 24th is a Friday at 10:30 a.m. and uh, I believe everyone's welcome to the public um, library. Thank you. Okay, let's move on to the future meetings. Um, okay, so. We we uh we meet the second Tuesday. That'll still stay the same. Mm -hmm. Second Tuesday. The uh, question is uh, when the virtual meeting and how we want to plan it. And you, you gave us the option that we could either plan it now, or I guess we could go like, okay, if we were meeting in September, we could say, oh, the October meeting we want to have it. Right. And, and you don't have to have. You don't have to. Yeah. It's totally your yeah, decision. Right. But right. nothing says you have to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I would think, uh, personally, I think uh, if we look at maybe the, if we have any cold weather around here, if we look at the cold mm -hmm. months, yeah. <laughs> we've been in like a, right. I think we're living in Florigia, uh, Florginia, Florida, yeah. Virginia. Yeah. And so, anyway, any thoughts on yeah, I have a suggestion. I suggest we could schedule one of them. It's like nobody wants to go out in January. But I think we should keep one that's floating in case of weather. Okay. Yeah, good idea. Keep right. in mind, they cannot, they don't commit two in a row. Right. No. Maybe we right. leave January alone and do, nobody yeah. wants to go, up, go anywhere yeah. in July. And did we meet, did we, did we meet, uh, did we take off one month? We usually take off two times a, a yeah. year, like we're, it's we're, like, August, like August and December. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so we take off two meetings a year and we can have a virtual meeting year so we may all have to learn one another's last names again. I just want to recommend, I mean, I'm looking back at how how time goes so quickly. My opinion would be we ought, we do skip August. I mean, 
and then and then just and don't do another first and and use that as our I mean, you don't have to leave your time, but at least we could get something done. You know, we could have a meeting. So that would be my suggestion, rather than adding two skills. And have like a virtual, instead of just them. The meeting in August. Yeah. Instead of skipping another meeting, have that virtual. It's not a skip. We actually have a meeting, but you know, you're not leaving your house. You know, wearing your pajamas, the pants, and so you don't have to go anywhere. So, and but then I also want to suggest that we have to be careful about January because that is when you vote for the the, the, the officers for the next year. February is better. Yeah. So I would suggest if if you're going to do a cold weather month, February. But that's just my suggestion. Right. Right. Um, so but January is an important month. Any comments? I think yeah. that's good. That's December, good. I, I still mm -hmm. like the idea of skipping December rather than making a virtual meeting because mm -hmm. a lot of people are out of town. Uh, out of town. Like, distracted yeah. is probably the best way of putting it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm focused, so I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's something we can still for the future. We all well, agree okay. we'll be here next next month, March. Yeah, maybe, yes. maybe we do that once a month. Yeah, you can well, take over the Yeah, you don't have to. Give us that flexibility. Yeah. Do you think about it until yeah. next month? And I can write something out and maybe choose a month to have a meeting at another site as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that then the, that leads me leads into the uh, senior center meeting. Um, you said you've had some discussion? Yeah, Deborah and I talked about it, and you know, we certainly can do that at a senior center. We just have to work around their availabilities because okay. everybody knows how busy every you know they have so many different activities and rooms needed. Yeah, but Deborah and I could come up with a month that might be good at perhaps should we try for the Ashburn Center first? Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been there. We can, yeah, we yeah. can, um. Look at that, and next month I can work, send you an email and see what y'all think about which month would work best with their schedules and with ours. So we have our meeting the third Thursday of each month. We could easily change that. I just would have to get with everyone else. And we meet this Thursday, so I can mention it. Yeah. 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 We'll, to, we'll need to keep ours on the same date we and time. Or, no, we're the second. Always the second. Well, we're meeting this Thursday. <laughs> so, so the idea would be that we would just hold our meeting there. Yes. And then the whoever second. can make it, so it. Yeah, it. Sure. Yeah. would be there. And it would That's be true. great to have the whatever council they have or yeah. leader the the board. there so they can give us feedback. It, it's a more an idea of two way communication. Yeah. And letting people know that we, hey, we really are concerned about you know, if you sit in this building here, we just put these. Yeah, we are concerned. We were thinking about you anyway. Cascades is just second. We have our meeting advisory board on the second week of the month. Oh, you also have one. Yeah, second week of the month. Yeah. So, I kind of asked you So, in our meeting, I mean, we have usually an hour and a half to two hours pretty solid. So, if you blend it, one of us is not going to have a meeting. 
right? We'll just be there maybe making comments. But you said something about inviting us to one of your board meetings. Why not just invite a couple of us to come? That's what you really want. Mm -hmm. Am I misreading? No, no, that's right. So rather than trying to merge the two, because we can't, yeah, we can't do that. Why, why not just say, you know, yeah. these two just guys, have a representative. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. The second, the second week, like the reason I mentioned Cascades is because our meeting is the second, second week of the month um, on a Thursday. But it was just because we have our meetings the second Tuesday, right? So that would be just the. We just have instead of coming here, we would go to Cascades on the second. We can't. No, we can't. Combine the two, yeah. two meetings. Yeah. No, not combine. I would say one different. Like, I would say if you have another place to go to a meeting. Yeah. That we could go to Cascades and have our this meeting. The Tuesday. Yeah, on, on the Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we can look at that when we're Trevor yeah. and I are talking about because it depends on room availability greatly. And we do have some speakers lined up for the next few meetings, and they're planning to come here. So I'll talk with Deborah okay. after this meeting and shoot you an email and let everybody know. Okay. And the other thing we did mention time before is that whether we would stay for lunch or not, and that way we could, after our meeting is closed, we could sort of scatter and eat oh, with, like you know, with yeah. the, uh, the, the clients. And I believe Deborah said that's doable. We would need to let them know in advance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The day before, by yeah. noon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll check on that. Is that okay, Deborah? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. I forgot to add one thing. So this Friday, there's the Dirt Don't Burn event at um, Ashburn, and I'm the MC. So oh, that's come. great. Dirt. All right. We'll keep it going. We're running out on top. I'm yep. short on time. Like, we've got to present here. Are we, how are we doing? Here? When is that this Thursday? Is that I didn't get Friday. I didn't yeah. get yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't okay. get a flyer, but I think you can Thank you, sweet. Uh, as far as the rest of the, we have this room until what time? Till 1130. 1130. 1130. Okay, good. So I think that, that takes care of the socializing. If anybody wants to socialize or go someplace else. Yeah, you're welcome to lobby. The lobby here, you can sit in the lobby if you'd okay. like. That's free space. Okay, so um, this is the committee report, uh, the Accessible Trails Committee um, and report to you, and this was our meeting, the committee meeting on February 14th. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, this is our meeting today, so this is my report today. Um, so we did meet on the 19th of January, so immediately I went to Steve and said, let's have this first committee meeting. Um, I provided a um, an agenda, and as you can see, I wanted to select an unofficial name. So all the reason I call it unofficial is the county has, you know, committee, 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 official. But I figured if it's going to be a committee, it needs to have a name, right? I mean, you got to have a, an acronym for. That's have an acronym. You got to have an acronym. What? Real? It's absolutely. So uh, we want to review the committee's objectives, responsibilities, the types of accessible trails for recommendation to. PRCS, uh, the communications frequency, uh, action items, and then set an next meeting date. So uh, the first meeting, we had uh, six in attendance, and I, I'll always thank Wanda Argan, who's uh, the admin for Mr. Torpy, um, for helping us set up the meeting. Uh, so we had Nancy myself from the COA, we had uh, Mr. Torpy, uh, Deborah, 
and we had uh, Sally and then Leslie Katz attended uh, from Senior Resources. Um, so Steve actually, I had some really horrible recommendations for a committee name, but Steve actually came up with this. So successful trails committee or agency, and that's what what he's calling it. So or what we're we're calling it. So I like it agency. And and, and the name says what you are exactly. As right. opposed yeah. to the yeah. the the. Uh, the healthy senior wanderers, you know. Exactly. Well, yeah, you know, I had to whatever I want to go over. But yeah. anyway, so uh, Steve's experience, and that's why he's the manager, he thought up the name. So yeah. Yeah. so it works. Um, so you know, just I'm not gonna read through all this, but fundamentally, you know, we're our the committee's goal is to recommend a trail uh, to our type of trail that we of course want to focus on. And so that that's what we talked about. And we agreed on the number of representatives of what makes up the commission. So it would be uh, from the COA, one standing member, I think we agreed it was me, uh, and then one floating member, Nancy, was at our first meeting. But if we have other people in at interest, but she's not here today. So um, when we have another committee meeting, then I'll ask who wants to attend if that's appropriate with them. And where are the meetings held? Uh, we did them on teams. So it's easy to come on teams. The, uh, like it's like, online. Oh, online. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy to be there. Also, help staff. They don't have to travel somewhere. Yeah. So you know, and it was a little over an hour. Um, do what? Oh, better than WebEx. Oh, WebEx. Yeah. <laughs> WebEx is more fun. Um, and then uh, one representative from Senior Resources, uh, which would be Leslie in that case, and whomever Richard uh, wants to assign or Trisha. And then one representative from the Adult Day Center, right now we have the wonderful Sally Gale that is there, uh, and a supervisor and manager from AAA, and then one representative from PRCA. And th in this case, Steve is taking a personal interest in it. So I think for a little while, he'll be the guy. Um, and then, again, I don't want to read through all this, but I thought it would be good to kind of outline what each group or representative is supposed to do. And, and pretty much it's kind of to keep us in our own lanes, I hate to say that. But, you know, us, we're not gonna be designing the trail, right? I mean, that's up to Steve's folks. He's got all those folks to do that. Got, you know, he's got two committees on trails. He's got a parks manager, I mean, he's got all this stuff. Um, but I did wanna make sure that we established something to where we stayed in contact. We didn't just wanna make a recommendation and then we're involved, right? So I wanted to put in there where they they communicate with us, we communicate with them, and, and we kind of keep this thing going. Uh, and right now, it looks like it's working pretty well. Uh, and so again, uh, Steve's doing that. One thing I tried to impress on him is that we really want to be involved as well. If there's any kind of marketing that, that he's doing for you know in, to promote the new trail, or if there's going to be a ground fire parking, maybe we could stand there with a silver shovel or something, you know. So uh, we, we kind of like to put our, our brand on it, as it were, uh, and not, again, not just turn it over. And I, I think Steve's very receptive to that. Uh, if you see anything that you want to expand on, let me know, but I'm just going to hit the go with that. Uh, yeah, can you send I that I can out? certainly do that. Yes, I'll give it to you. Yeah, and I can send it. Okay. Um, so then the next thing on the agenda was to review just the types of trails. And again, uh, Sally, uh, by the way, I, I cannot enough about what Sally's done. I mean, this thing started literally, and she stood up in that meeting 
The uh, all staff okay. meeting. Uh, all, yeah, the all staff. What was it called? All hands, all staff. It was just our all staff retreat. And then I learned about it through my wife, who was at the meeting. And then when we started talking about you know, what we wanted to do, it just sort of fell into place and it sort of the stars aligned, right? Uh, but it really goes back to Sally. So I want to thank her so much for getting started. So all this is right here is just uh, different examples that I came up and also with some uh, emails that Sally had provided me and then some the research that I did um, of the different types of parks uh, and different things we put in these. I, should, I keep calling parks. We're really talking about a trail, not a park, talking about a trail. Um, and then some examples from uh, here in Loudoun that similar things exist, but not really called a trail for a person living with. Now these are uh, the examples. They're, they're in place already, or that's what they're planning. These are so these two parts already exist. They're in yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's not a trail that says no this is specifically no. for oh. dementia or sight impairment. Right. These are features of the parks that we're actually already using right. for those activity trails. I mentioned the bocce place. Okay, okay. okay. So uh, at the as as we went through this, then uh, Steve said, "Look, I think I have a candidate for it, uh, which is awesome." Um, and so right now, the target park is Claude Moore, uh, and for lots of reasons, and I'll kind of get a couple of those. But uh, so this was the one that he came up with, and during the meeting, he brought up. Well, of course. I don't know if everybody knows where Claude Moore is yeah. in Sterling. Okay. Um, and so in the meeting, he just went into Zoom. And, uh, he actually went into uh, Web Logics, uh, but uh, this is a Google map. That's that's a museum, I think, down there. In that that's corner. exactly right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Okay. So, uh, so there's two ponds there. Uh, this is a smaller one, and then this larger pond. There is an existing trail here that goes around, and I'm going to show you some pictures of it. And also Sally does it, so I'm going to ask her to talk in a second, too. Um, and this is the Farm Museum. Um, and so, uh, well, we'll talk about it. So it's, it's three-tenths of a mile around. And I we know, I know the sky that is that. Steve was asking, is that about appropriate? Probably is. Uh, I mentioned to him that um, the you don't have to go the whole three-tenths because you might go and then come back. You don't have to go all the way. Um, so this is our prospect park. Are there benches? So, yeah, so, yeah, so what is there right now? Um, and so you can see it's pretty rough, but you can see um, this, this is the causeway. I call it a causeway. It's kind of a dam between the two ponds. There, there are two together, as you saw. This is the adjacent one. As you can see, when I went there, it was pretty dang cold. Uh, the, the geese are walking on top of the water there. Uh, <laughs> So I don't can you say it all right. And then uh, this is the actual pond. So um, so I'll just flip through a couple more. So it, I just walked both ways a little ways. I didn't go all the way around. So there are a few benches there. Um, and then uh, this is kind of a bench without a back to it. And then this trail just goes on down to the water. So but you can see it's kind of rough. But you know if it were already finished. We wouldn't have a project, right? <laughs> so the whole idea is to take something and and turn it into something great or good. Okay. Um, so then uh, Steve uh, said, or actually invited me to a meeting with him, which was yesterday, um, and 
he wanted to give me a review of what they've been talking about. So he said that they had considered two parks, which is Clogmore and Sterling and Bless Park. Uh, but uh, Bless Park was kind of eliminated because they have a lot of other construction going on there now. And he felt like trying to do this trail as well as what uh, everything else is going on. So Clogmore has kind of, you know, been the one that they're centered on. I won't say it won't change, but right now this is this is the one that we want to go to. Um, and some of these are Steve's words, some are mine, but uh, Clogmore, centrally located, not necessarily for the community, but it's certainly centrally located for the, for the uh, population center, right? Um, it, it already has existing parking, already has restrooms, you know, easily gotten to. It's a natural setting, uh, and the level of topography is one thing that's important. You know, you can't have really steep hills and stuff, uh, you know, where people might be tripping up, that sort of thing. Um, and I put appropriate wildlife and plants. Appropriate wildlife means hopefully there's not too many skunks on there. Uh, and also, uh, he mentioned, you know, with the, with the people who are going to be coming, you don't want poison ivy going on. Right. Um, and then, again, this is an existing trail that can be updated. He doesn't have to do site plans and, you know, uh, modifications to what's already there as far as the agreements with the county and what can be built and so forth. Um, so he says, when it's selected, then uh, parks will install a new trail surface. Right now it's kind of sand. You probably couldn't see that, but it's kind of sandy. Um, and uh, when uh, my wife and I actually went on it, and you could see when it, it was frozen hard, but you could see where there were footprints in it. So when it rains, it gets soft. Again, not what we want. So that would have um, a, a surface of some kind of stone that would be. Yeah, sand. Yeah. Um, and then, also, uh, I commented to him because I, uh, there's a lot of growth that where you can't really see very far. So you do want some areas where you can see out into the pond and that sort of thing. So they would cut back a lot of the vegetation. Um, and then investigate other items to put along the trail. Uh, benches, arbors, uh, and I had talked to him earlier about um, some, uh, Latin evidently has some kind of arts initiative. So it might be that we pull some of that to put along the trail. Um, I also asked him, and it, it was kind of as an idea, that um, the academies of Loudoun, uh, they have like a, I'm, we used to call it boat tech, but where, you know, maybe they could build something for it. Uh, and in this meeting, he talked about a very heavy benches to put so that it's not easy to stand up and put them tip over. And that's what, so, the uh, uh, sorry. Academy Cloud also has an agricultural component mm. that uh, might want to ingredients to Right, exactly. So, uh, so there's all sorts of options, I guess I'll say, to where other people can contribute towards it. Um, and one thing he mentioned to me is that Steve is very pleased with the cooperation that he's had among the staff, among us, and then CRCS management. So he is really liking the way that this is coming together. So uh, next steps, uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, Steve, Mark Novak, who's the parks planner, um, and I think a couple of members or so from his parks committees and I uh, will meet at Clogmore for just kind of an inspection and walk around. And so everybody can say, yeah, this looks good, or we need to do this or whatever there. Um, and then 
I will come back and provide the other COA members examples of uh, items to be played. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to ask you to do this. Um, so what he asked for is just more examples of kind of what would go into a park. Um, he said that we have to be careful about not putting permanent structures. An example I'll give you is, um, uh, it's not a gazebo or a portico, but would have like two posts in the ground with a, a roof, but not a solid roof. And then you would like vines grow up on it. Trellis. Yes, is the I kept looking for. But he said we can't do that because if a permanent structure built into the ground, and he did say you could do harbor. Yeah, so like, um, and he said people that he said it could be done. Uh, people that weave like uh, grapevines together mm -hmm. and then over the trail and that sort of thing. So that kind of thing. Actually, have one climbing around if you know this. He did say that. Actually, yeah. he did say. Okay, so that's the kind of thing. Um, and so a request would be to you maybe to contribute any other items uh, that you had, and I know we've done. I sent a bunch. Yeah, yeah. You requested them, but yeah. go back. Um, the so other, what is the prohibition against something permanent? Because he has to go back in to change site plan. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And if it's a building or a structure that's, I guess, permanently or solidly mm -hmm. in the ground, uh, honestly, I don't know the nuance for really, okay. But he, he building when I mentioned that yeah. specific thing, he said, I can't do that. Okay. And so it's going to have to be something that's less permanent. So uh, things gonna, that can be moved are fine. How are we going to provide sufficient accessible restrooms? They really aren't there. Well, the restrooms are in the, uh, in the, uh, the building. I'd say the building is there. That's a little ways away. I mean, for the you mean along the trail for folks that we're talking about, something like at the mouth of the trail or something, not too far. Well, that building is just right there. I mean, it's it is okay. I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. Close, right? We've used the pavilions there before for picnic and activities yes. prior in the idea, and it worked. Pretty well. Um, okay. I had the idea that they, they were just over at the rec center, and that's a waste of Oh, no. The, the, uh, the park. The old museum. First. Oh, okay. Our museum. So, uh, let me do this, then we'll go back to the sound. So, then um, I'll report back to you guys uh, once we've done this visit, supposedly the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, okay. So, let me ask if there's any questions. Anybody? Yes. Along with um, the something uh, about the uh, low tech yes. building, um, there are also you know the Eagle Scout projects and the Boy Scouts, maybe oh, Girl good. Scouts that perhaps we can you know, advertise um, and, and certainly that there would be some attraction to attract you to. Wow, the you know, kids would be grateful for a useful project. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, plain and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I'll, 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 yeah. There's also like a Kiwanis, the Kiwanis organization. 
You can also email Mike if we think of things. Absolutely. Mike, one thing I wanted to suggest perhaps for the next meeting, I'd rather not leave it to the end of the yeah, meeting because we've front. decided this is a mission. Yeah, or that is up front. You know, yeah, so that we could devote sufficient time and not yeah. feel that it's rushed yes. and give, you know, ample ideas because yeah. as a membership we've decided to focus yeah. on that and not put it at the end as a side you know so that we have plenty of time so if you don't mind i'll move it in the agenda well i'll figure out where sounds good okay so let me go back to this just to show so and and one thing is as you ask the question so can you see this right see where my cursor is yeah okay the the entrance into this trail is here but you'd have to walk here's the building and that has restrooms that sort of thing. And parking. And of course the parking is a big thing. The restroom's a big thing. And then you have to walk here and around. But I think it just once I realized now the challenge, it might be that they would be willing to put the entrance here. You know, there's no reason to walk here. I mean yeah. you have yeah. multiple entrances and exits. I mean an entrance just means that there's a clearing through this brush here. Yeah. Right. right. It's not like Make signs and stuff, and so certainly. So I will. I'll make note of that. We might be a little more closer proximity to the restroom. Yeah, I think about some of the folks that may have difficulty with mobility. If they need to use the restroom when they get there, right, and then partway through they need to use the restroom, it could be quite a difficult savings and parking spot too. Yeah, basically, or that would be a great idea. Okay, uh, before we adjourn, I, that's it. Unless uh, if there are other questions or suggestions, please let me know because when I go out on this hike, by the way, I do want to make sure it's okay that you're, I'm just, he's asked me. If there's anybody else that wants to participate, just let me know. You're doing well. Okay, yeah. we'll just let I think it's a fantastic one. Yes. So, yeah. but, but before we close, I'm sorry. Sally visited the trail. Can you make some comments about it? Yeah, Megan and I, Megan is my manager, who, by the way, I would not have had the courage to stand up in front of thousands of people if I hadn't gotten a nudge from her. Um, but we walked it. We were very excited about the potential for the site. Um, and it's such a natural, peaceful environment. I almost hate to do too much, you know. Um, and, they're not and we're not the only ones using it, too. We passed a woman who's taking pictures of her. She used to be a certain stuck here today and my friend cited it you know we have to be respectful of other people's music as well but um the main area that we were not concerned but wanted to highlight is is that what you call it causeway whatever would need some safety some type of rail that wouldn't that you don't want a piece or a duck or something to fly into and hurt themselves but just for safety for the population we serve and again, flat, right. um, not wood. Um, they have benches, but it would be nice to maybe upgrade. And, and they needed refurbishment anyway, I think. Yeah. Um, love that they're planting, they're already planting plants. So highlight that maybe with a, with a um, you know, something tangible for somebody to do. Um, but it's, it's, um, it's just perfect for what. Well, it just leads to more accessible the walking of it. You can see two ponds at once. That yes. was really cool. Let people know what we're seeing. We need 
No, no, I'm just keeping right. There's one place where coming up for those benches, um, like after going to the entrance, uh, there were like steps and some kind of rough areas that would need to be fixed. Right. Um, because it was a little bit of a slope. He said that they could actually build a trail around that. Or even like a little bridge yeah. to cover, you know, the marsh. Right. Lack of a better word, that area would be neat to have a bridge to go over that to not disrupt what's already happening. One thing he does like was something that you brought up with this uh, anger with like natural uh, materials hanging down that's blowing the breeze and stuff. Yeah, so I think he's kind of thinking about maybe some of those too that you walk under or mm -hmm. through or whatever. Yeah, so he likes that. Right, I don't know if I could be part of it, but near it. <laughs> right, they have a neat area behind the restroom area that is for kids but it has a lot of these you know, sensory things that pop up for dementia activities as well but it's, it's in the woods and roots you know it would be um, hazardous but again when you look online to see what other people have done they built like a walkway uh, a raised walkway through that type of terrain and um Okay. Okay. All right, so I will, after that, um, I will just, uh, it's a short email, let you know what happened, if there's any major things, and then I'll try to put together another uh, report for our next meeting. And I, I think you've done a fantastic job yeah. so far, and everybody, please feel free, if this is our mission to, you know, get accomplished, I think it's a great opportunity for everybody to get input, feel free to join the meetings, yeah. ideas. Fantastic. Super yeah, excited. Timeline. Yeah. There are a couple of apps that uh, provide information on birds. Uh, one of them is Audubon, and uh, one is put together by the Cornell University Ornithological uh, Society, where you can just actually listen to birds uh, or even record the, the bird sound, and it'll tell you what the bird is. So, oh, cool. Yeah. We use that in yeah. I asked Tricia to give me some information that I could get to my doctor. I uh, went a regular doctor appointment and I said, you know all the services that seniors get. And no, I don't know that. He, he deals with uh, the senior citizens. So, uh, if anybody else, I don't need all of those. If anyone wants to take something, their doctor. Yeah, feel free. Yeah. I'll yeah. take some of the money, but there's okay. just yeah. a regular brochure, and this is a AAA, so maybe sure. that might okay. help you. With all right. Speech. Tony, can you yeah. make a motion? Second. 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 Second.